0: what's up guys rick here with your betting and one and done preview for this week's zozo championship back at it again with another 78 player field there will be no cut as i mentioned last week usually studs win this jason Kokrak kind of uh Def- debunked that little theory with his victory at Shadow Creek but maybe it's just a you know a new course uh, levels the playing field a little bit adds a bit more volatility then you get somebody there like a Jason Kokrak, who uh has played there a lot And ends up winning the golf tournament. Don't forget, I'm going to be live for the live chat on Wednesday. All final thoughts, questions, all that good stuff, 3 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. That is where uh, the aforementioned Jason Kokrak was uh, a topic of conversation for a bit. Had a little bit of inside information that he has played Uh, this, or played shadow Creek before. So, uh, be sure to check that out this week. Zozo essentially almost the same exact feel. Let's run it back one more time. Sherwood country club, a lot of history, uh, for some of these tour players, but not in, you know, a half decade or so this used to host the tournament, um, That is now called the Hero World Challenge. It's Tiger's tournament, usually that 18-man field from, I think it was 2000 to 2013, 2014. Uh, Tiger won it five times. He finished second five times. Different field, different players, different era. Not too much to work off of. Uh, But we can jump into this week's outright market and see if there's anything that tickles our fancy. What you're looking at right now is the tournament predictor tool on rickrungood.com and I will say I still have Dustin Johnson in here because he is still available to bet on DraftKings as I'm recording this. I believe he's listed at 10 or 11 to 1. Uh now obviously, you know, DJ tested positive for COVID-19 prior to last week's CJ Cup. I would kind of be shocked to see him play this i think you've got to go through like your 10 days like i i I don't i don't think he's gonna play uh but because he is available to bet on DraftKings, i did include him here if he gets swapped if he withdraws and is out i'll i'll take him out later um a couple things to look at with this outright market uh first of all john rom he's your betting favorite at 10 to one i have him somewhat fairly priced but if you're new here uh what i'm trying to do is determine what the potential winning score could be with this strokes gain dial over here in the upper right-hand corner and determine how often every single golfer in this field could get to that number. So the immediate guys that jump off the screen are Dustin Johnson, who I have getting to the winning score about 15% of the time. Of course, we don't even know if he's going to play, uh, next up JT, Justin Thomas currently listed at 12 to one, uh, I have him getting to the winning score about 11% of the time. So there's about 3% more than the implied Vegas odds would tell you. And then Rory McIlroy as well. Um, Putting the model aside and talking about some of these numbers here, I think it's safe to kind of run it back on Justin Thomas. You know, we got him at, I want to say 14 to 1 last week before DJ withdrew and dropped him down to 12. And then I think he even got bet down to 10 in some places. Justin Thomas was the only golfer, him and Bubba Watson, I should say, the only golfers in the top 20 of the CJ Cup who lost strokes putting. Uh, the T to green game is very, very strong with both of these guys. We know JT, it's like he, there's a lid on the cup for him at times. Um, if he gains even two strokes putting uh, in, any, in any given week, he's probably going to find himself at or near the top of the leaderboard. And, and while we're talking about about Bubba I'll, I'll just stay here on Bubba let me pull up his strokes gain numbers here for a second you know I I am not a, a Bubba guy um I I don't bet him a lot I don't play him in 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 DFS a lot i I think that he's highly volatile but but in a way where you know even the upsides not all that great I usually want to play him just at some of these Bubba courses like you know Riviera augusta um where else has he won he's won multiple times uh there's a third one why can't I think of it? PGA, not West, maybe West. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it, it's, you know, this is not necessarily a Bubba track, but what, look what he's doing recently. You know, last week at the CJ cup led the field in strokes, gain T to green, uh, with 11 was 10.99 at the U S open. So basically the last two times he's played, he's gained 11 strokes from T to green. That's Phenomenal. I mean, it's it's really elite level status. Of course, the putter is always going to be an issue. You can see that here. Um, you know, when he puts well, if he can get hot, I think he's a good play. Uh, also, I like him in no cut events. Right. I mean, I think when when you're Bubba and you are such a momentum guy. Um, it's really easy for him to kind of just check out on like a Thursday or Friday. A couple holes go wrong. He ends up missing the cut very quickly. I think that happens to Bubba a lot. With four rounds, he kind of knows he's got time. He can kind of rebound a little bit. We've seen him go low in some certain situations. So uh Bubba Watson currently, let me get this number right, 35 to 1. So you're talking about, you know, my card probably starting with Justin Thomas, 12 to 1. Uh, Bubba Watson 35, but there is another golfer in the middle there. And it's Patrick Reed, uh, 25 to one. You know, the thing that's interesting about Patrick is he's so like anti-public, right? Like he, he, he's the opposite of tiger. You know, tiger gets all this money rolling in on him. Cause he's got a lot of fans and all that stuff. There's no one really actively, there's no built-in fan base actively betting on, on Patrick Reed every single week. And the number's. Honestly, kind of longer than it should be a lot of times. He's 25-1 to on DraftKings right now. Um, You know, the fact that uh, what he's done recently... So he played the BMW PGA Championship two weeks ago. Finished third there. That is a premier event. They get a lot of good players over there on the European Tour. Took the week off. Did not make the trek back like Hatton to go straight from the BMW PGA Championship to the CJ Cup. Now he plays this week. Don't forget... Patrick Reed is, I mean, he's a big game hunter, right? He's got like eight, eight PGA tour victories. I think two of them are WGC events. Two of them are playoff events. Uh, one is a, is a a tournament of champions and one's the masters. So like, uh, those are some pretty strong, deep fields that you're competing with. He has plenty of win equity. Those are the guys I'm really focusing on, but I, I do think we need to kind of look at what happened last week with, with, with Jason Kokrak. I think we need to consider some guys a bit further down the board, especially at a place where, yeah, there's going to be guys who have played Sherwood in, quote, tour conditions, right? The Hero World Challenge um in the early 2000s you know it might be like Adam Scott it might be like I don't know Paul Casey like guys like guys like that right more established pros but like the vast majority of the field didn't play in any of those events which I think is going to be kind of similar to Shadow Creek where it's like hey you, another place that not a lot of us are familiar with does that open up the variance a little bit and if it does I think Joaquin Neiman becomes very interesting at 45 to one I actually thought I saw William Hill had him at 50 to one so you might want to shop that number if if you're new on William Hill and you're in New Jersey, uh, you can use the code RICK500 and get a $500 free bet. Go to rickrungood.com slash Will Hill for the information there, hopefully coming to more states as well. Um, but it's a really good deal. It's one of the best offers I've seen them make thus far, and I know some people have taken advantage of it, and congratulations there. Uh, but what I like about uh, Joaquin Niemann. he opened up with a 72, even par 72 in, in the opening round Thursday at shadow Creek. He was pretty great after that. You know, if you, if you just sort by, uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, he was the fourth best player in the field, you know, aggregate score wise, he does it tee to green. He has the ability to get really, really hot. So, um, that's the type of golfer I'd be looking further down the board again, 45 to one on, DraftKings, I I think it's at fifty right now, or was at one point on William Hill, uh, if you have access to that uh, that site. And you know, before we move on to head-to-head matchups, I got a couple of, of uh, really great feedback. Hey, can you talk more about top five, top ten, top twenty? Yeah, I think I I think that we absolutely could. Um, you know, some of the guys that I target for that would be someone like a Victor Hovland, right? So Victor Hovland is uh, s- uh, seven and a half to one to finish in the top five. He's three and a half to one to finish in the top ten. Uh, that to me. For a guy who... Let me pull... I want to make sure I have his results here. Actually, I can just pull it up right in front of you. Um, Very, very quietly still posting top 15 finishes. You know, I think that he was catching so much steam... Once they came back from the restart, because he was basically finishing the top 15 of everything, he was like leading the field in strokes, gained T to green constantly, and and the results were there, 11th at the Travelers, 12th at the Rocket Mortgage, 3rd at the Workday, and then he had that little stretch from the Memorial to maybe the BMW Championship, in which he didn't play all that well, but it looks like it's starting to come back. You can actually see a dip in the T to green numbers for five starts, and now he's starting to strike it a heck of a lot better and it's turning into results 13th place finish at the US Open 12th last week at the CJ Cup very similar field this week he's playing well um he's just going to tee to green you to death which everybody knows that I love pretty good no- and, and like he's not making a lot of noise right you know if he was making more noise his outright number might be shorter than 40 to 1 uh but it's not so that kind of keeps his top 5 and his top 10 In much better shape, and then top twenty. You know, I love top twenty in general, but especially in a seventy-eight man field where the bottom what eight to twelve are guys from other tours. Right now, this week would be the Japanese tour. They're coming over. There's a lot of uh, interesting sponsors exemptions and stuff like that. Where uh, the very very bottom of this player pool is 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 super weak, and and we saw the same thing. Uh last week as well. And you're looking at guys that could finish in the top 20. Well, Lonto Griffin is there three to one. He had a disappointing Sunday by all accounts. It was an even par 72, but he goes out and now notches. I think he has four top 20s in his last six starts, something like that. He's about to defend in Houston in is that next week or the week after? It might be next week. So he'll be defending his title soon at three to one in a 78-man field to finish in the top 20 is a pretty good number. Um not sure who else down here I like as much as Lonto. I mean, I think Kevin Streelman's interesting. He's more of a boomer bust kind of guy. He'll finish like 7th and 50th more often than he will like 18th and 23rd. But, um, you know, if you catch one of those weeks, you can get him at three and a half or three to one on your money to just finish in the top 20. Uh, let's kick over to head to head matchups here and see if we can find a couple of plays for this week. All right, one of my favorite tools, head-to-head matchup simulator, especially when you get guaranteed four rounds because this tool is designed um, to determine uh, matchups in a four-round setting. I think, I can't remember last week, but I did get a Harris English versus... Who did I get a Harris English versus last week? Uh, whoever it was, it won, and I think it won pretty handily, and that was the one I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is kind of crazy. Um, let's do... This is kind of interesting. Rory versus Xander. Let's do Rory versus Xander. Xander's been so good. I I think you'd be hard-pressed in the year 2020, you know, the calendar year of 2020, to find anybody uh, who would match up well in Xander in this type of situation because his strokes gain numbers are so darn good. And you're seeing it here. Xander now 60% to win a four-round matchup over Rory McIlroy. It's kind of jarring to see that big of a number uh, for, for anybody against Rory McElroy, but it, it kind of makes sense. Xander has been that good. I wonder if there is anyone I can find, you know, DJ is a bit more volatile. Yeah. Even he's a dog to Xander is Harris English. Harris English is sneaky because his strokes gain numbers are so good. Yeah. Even that's a loser 56 to 43 in Xander's favor. And then the only other one I could think of off the top of my head would be like burger. He's been good for the entire a little bit closer, fifty-two forty-seven. But you know, in a quick, quick, let's do JT. Let's just do JT. Xander might be, yeah, fifty-two forty-seven. V- Xander might be a favorite against every single player on tour over the course of the twenty twenty calendar year. Web. Now I'm just curious if I can find anybody. Web. No. Rom. Oh, that's the closest one. Uh, Xander's 50.8. Ram is 49.16. Uh, if those guys aren't going to do it, I don't think anybody is. So, so Xander might be actually the best head-to-head matchup guy since the start of 2020. Very, very interesting. He's a favorite in every single matchup. Let's do answer versus Fowler. And they, I believe they share um, outright odds as well. Yeah, they're both 55 to 1. Now, Ricky's been kind of kind of bad this year. Yeah, so so answer, pretty stark favorite over Ricky Fowler. I have his, his money line should be about minus 142. He wins this matchup 58% of the time, which in, you know, golf head-to-head matchups, that's a pretty significant clip. When you start getting into like 60% range, that's like a fairly heavy favorite. Very few guys are uh, actually... That likely to win that often, especially with how good everybody on the PGA Tour is. Let's find one more. Let's go a little bit deeper here. A couple of longer shots. Brendan Steele, Tyler Duncan. Interesting. Steele. Um, I know Steele's name popped up. It was asked a lot in the live chat last week. Steele versus Duncan. Yeah, big time towards Steele here. You can see they're kind of trending in different directions. Steele coming back down to earth a little bit. Tyler Duncan getting a little bit better. Um, so, you know, maybe wait a couple weeks and see, see what this would look like then. Uh, but Brendan Steele winning this 65% of the time, he should be about minus 185. So plenty of really good matchups uh, for this week. And maybe I'll tweet a couple out uh, as we go on later in the week as well. I don't, I, don't, I don't think the matchups are out on Will Hill at the moment. So I will... Um, Try to update some throughout the week. And maybe we can do some in the live chat on Wednesday as well. Okay, one and done update. There was one... Person in the run good one and done who had Jason Kokrak and got the full 1.7 million dollars in earnings. Congratulations. That is 217 Fools. Uh nice. Very well done. A lot of Xander picks, uh, myself included. Finally, I have been struggling here, but there's about 30 of us that had, uh, maybe more than that. 40 of us that had Xander Shawley, uh, a couple of Terrell Hattons. That's that was pretty good to go back to. One or two Russell Henleys, pretty cool to see. Um, but that changes for the first time in a couple of weeks. Who our leader is? Logan Dempsey has now taken over the top spot uh, from Sweet Dank, and he's got one point, or he's got three point three million hash browns. Has moved into second. Detroit City has moved into third. Personally, where am I? I was bad before Xander. Here we go. I'm, in, I'm in one. I have one point two million. So. Uh, Obviously, lots of of golf still to be played. But shout out to those guys who are off to a pretty good start. Oh, here's the ownership. Matthew Wolf, unfortunately for the mo- most of you, uh, sixty three picks last week. He disappointed all of you. Xander was the second most popular pick, forty two. He gets you a million bucks. JT got you t twelve money. So a lot of disappointment uh, at the top. But but if you were able to avoid Wolf, you got away with uh, a pretty good result. Now for this week, let me tell you this is interesting right strategically very similar feel to what we had last week very similar setup right 78 golfers no cut event um this purse is 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 significantly lower last week was i think 9.75 million this one's going to be 8 obviously 8 is still good it is still higher than a lot of your standard uh, PGA Tour events, but I was I was much happier to burn a stud last week than I was than I will be to burn a stud this week. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to be a little creative. I believe I'm going to try, and this is probably going to backfire because he kills me every time. Um, I'm going to try to go back to Bubba. I, I think that using Bubba, first of all, I, I think he's the type of golfer that at some point in the year you probably have to use. Uh. Because of how volatile he is, you know, he can pop off, steal you a, a top five finish or a top 10 finish um, with very little ownership uh, to, to go along with him. So I think he's valuable in that sense, and then I think if anybody ever wants to use Bubba, there are very natural fits to use him, right? So you've got Genesis, uh, obviously Augusta. I'm trying to see where oh, Travelers. That was oh, TPC River Highlands was the other one I couldn't think of earlier. Um, you know, that's where like seven of his career victories have have come, and you know I, I think if if I avoid one of those spots, not only do I get the upside, but I also get the the, uh, the fact that he probably comes with pretty low ownership, the fact that he's played really well from T to green and back to back weeks, that it's a no cut event. He can't burn me too much. Uh, and it's a smaller purse. I think Bubba for me is going to make probably my very, very short list of one and done picks. And, and, and frankly will probably probably be my one and done pick. Um, I, I, I think it's clear. I love Patrick Reed this week. I think that if you're not trying to burn a stud and where are Patrick Reed's uh, natural fits. Well, you can see. I mean, obviously, you could say Augusta, you could say, uh, maybe Tournament of Champions. That's another, another short field event. You know, maybe the Northern Trust. These, these are all places he's made at least $450,000 on average every time he makes the cut. Uh, so you can see those, those bars really popping up on this graph that I'm showing you. So Patrick Reed, I think, is really interesting. I, I'm probably not going to take one of the top tier guys this week. Um, you know, after seeing what and I don't want to be too reactive after what Jason Kokrak did and in, in, in one event that he puts his lights, you know, puts the lights out in. And, and it's a course that he's familiar with. But uh, the the little bit of the course unknown, unknown scares me. So I think that uh, and, and the lower post, it's time to kind of just just pull back a little bit um, and quite frankly, if I didn't get the million dollars from. Xander last week, I might be foot on the pedal again, but, but I I feel a lot more comfortable this week. So I'm going to probably pair back a little bit. Reed and Bubba are certainly on my short list. If you want to go even deeper than that, you know, there are plenty of opportunities for, um, like I mentioned, like Joaquin Neiman, uh, if you did not use Matthew Wolf and you think he's due for a bounce back, like you're going to, you're going to be the only person who has him. So uh, I think there's a lot of options. I've obviously narrowed mine down to a very short list and I will play it relatively low key and pretty safe this week. Let me know what you think you're going to do. Tweet me at Rick Rungood or leave a comment below. Best of luck this week. And I'll talk to you guys soon.